Welcome to another inspirational message from the chapel. We pray this message encourages and inspires you. If you would like any more information, check out our website, thechapelcollective.com.au. Well, hi everybody. It's great to be with you. And don't we love Phoebe Stace? And there's something about the power of somebody's story. Well, let's get straight into it today. I'm going to pray and come to the scriptures. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for everybody linking in today, wherever people are, Lord, um, across our church. We pray that you'd use this for great good in people's lives and the effect from it would have, uh, Lord, an ongoing effect into the lives of others in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, you have influence. That's, that's for sure. You, you, you likely have more influence than you know. And if you're here and you're thinking, I have loads of influence, you might have less influence than you think. But for most people, they have more influence than they realize. And, you know, today an influencer is defined as someone who has the ability to influence potential buyers of a product or service by promoting or recommending the item on social media. Here are some tips in case you want to do that with your life from the experts, for any aspirational influencer. Number one, set up your platform. Number two, create your personal brand. Number three, invite your fans to subscribe. And number four, earn money from your content. Well, let's hope we will never reduce influence to that. Uh, it might be a great way to make a living, but it'd be a tragic waste of the God-given influence that we've been given. You and I have been given God-given influence. God-given influence to impact, to, to persuade, to affect, to direct, to, to, to stir hope, to shape, mold, and more. Influence that is to, you know, really God wants us to use to make a difference in the best possible way and to, you know, use it around things that matter most. And so you have influence. And, and the question really is today, what will we do with the influence we've been given? That's the question I want you to think about. What will, what will you do with the influence that you've been given? Because we've all got influence. And we get this because we all are influenced. Uh, I want you to think about it today. Are you going to see this image come on the screen of these fantastic shoes? I mean, if you don't own a pair, you'll want a pair. Here it comes. Crocs. Everybody loves a pair of Crocs. Now, how is it that Crocs even became mainstream? How on earth did they become mainstream? Look at them, they're terrible. And now, now show of hands, who, who in the room just has a pair of Crocs? I'm hoping nobody has a pair of Crocs on today. But if you do have a pair of Crocs, just own it, admit it. Uh, Crocs, Prove to us the power of influence because nobody in their right mind would buy them apart from the influence of mainstream media telling us that this is a fashion thing. I want you to think about the clothes you're wearing right now. Uh, are they influenced by somebody or something? Uh, think about the room you're sitting in. Uh, what does the room tell you? Is it an on-trend room? Just looking around, is it, what in the room has been influenced by someone external to you? Would you have made the decisions about what you're wearing or the room you in, are in apart from information coming? Would you have done it all on your own? And then think about the car or cars that are out in the drive or maybe parked wherever you are right now. I want you to think about the brand. And I wonder if the brand of car you are driving has been externally influenced for some reason, making you want to have it. We're, we're all influenced 
and we all influence. I've, I've met people who've used their influence for incredible good over many years, incredible people. People uh, part of this service today have used their influence for incredible good. I've met people who've been bumped out of shape and then by their influence lead other people out of sorts. I've, I've met people who are apathetic and indifferent. I've met influence who are cause-driven and making a difference with their life and influencing others to do the same. Incredible people, influences of toxicity toxicity. Is that the word? And influencers who are a breath of fresh air wherever they walk into the room. Influencers. People who influence hope. And then there are people who influence hate. There are, there are, there are people who bring life. There, there are people who use their influence to their own advantage. And then there are people who use their influence for the greater good. Influence is everywhere. People who lift up and people who tear down by their influence, and, and people who cause drift in a person's faith. And then there are others, those incredible people, who really influence devotion in a person's life and faith. Thank God for those kinds of influences. You, you have influence. And, and I suspect that you likely have more influence than you know. We influence by our words and by our silence. We influence by our presence and by our absence. We influence by our action and by our inaction and so much more than that you have influence so what will you do with the influence you've been given and i say be given because god is the one who was created within us the ability to influence listen to this matthew chapter 5 verses 13 to 16 as we talk influence you are the salt of the earth jesus said but if the salt loses its saltiness how can it be made salty again it's no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand and they give it light so that everyone in the house can see it. Listen to verse 16, Jesus speaking. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Let your light, let your good deeds influence. Let them have an influence. And so the, 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 the speaker is speaking to believers and he says, hey, you're the salt of the earth. You're meant to influence with life. You're the light of the world. You're to bring light into darkness. And in the same way, he says, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds. So let's just pause here for a moment. Let your light shine in a way that they can see your good deeds. Uh, clearly, he's not speaking about something like not swearing, though. I'm absolutely convinced from Scripture that Christians shouldn't swear. But he's talking about something more. He's talking about the kind of good deeds that bring light, that the, the assault to where we go, the, the kind of good deeds that cause people to sit up and go, this Christian person is different. And in the same way, let your light shine that they may see your good deeds. But it, it has something beyond the good that's done. It's that they might glorify your Father in heaven. That's where he brings it to. And so if you are a believer in Jesus, God wants you and I to do this, to be influencers for God and for good. That's the bottom line. Oh, it's liberating, actually, to just go through life being an influencer for God and for good. Imagine that. Can you imagine the impact of that simple uh, influence priority to go about doing good 
and to go about glorifying God by our influence. Imagine the impact we'd have if everybody linked in today just left this room determined that that's the kind of influencer they're going to be. Doing good to people, doing community good, doing people good, doing um, humanity good. That, that, that your world and that the world in general would be a better place because of the good we do and the influence that has. That, that, that'd be a powerful way to live. But again, the, the Bible says this um, on this. It says Galatians chapter 6, verses 9 and 10. Let not you, uh, don't become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we'll reap a harvest if we don't give up. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. Do good and don't give up. Let your, let your good go forward. It says it will reap a harvest. It will have an influence if we don't give up and if we just stay at it. Do good and don't give up because it'll have an effect. And then do good in a way that points people to God. That's really the key here. Jesus said this, that not everybody in the room today will, some of you might be offended by. He said, what is the point if we gain the whole world and lose our soul? So like, what would be the point of that? What, what would be the point if we feed a starving person, but then let them perish in hell? What would be the point if we take a lonely person and love them like our own, but don't connect them to God in some way? Do good in a way that points people to God. That, that's the point here, that, that people would not only be able to identify our good influence, but that the, that the source of that is God. Imagine influencing in a way that does incredible good for people. Influencing people in a way that it, be, it helps the formation of their faith. Influencing in a way uh, that influences the devotion of a believer. All those kinds of things. We have influence and we've got now to influence for God and for good. And so my question is, how will you use your God-given influence? And if you've determined to use it for God and for good, here are, here are a few thoughts. Number one, forget scale and think significance. Forget scale and think significance. Again, we, we, we all know that we live in a social media uh, culture. The culture's been changed by social media and, and so many people um, measure by numbers now. They measure by the number of likes, the number of hits, the number of views, the, uh, the, all, the, all the numbers that I can't remember. But they just measure and, and people find their worth and their value out of the scale of a post rather than the significance of a thing. More and more people measure their personal significance by scale. And, and so as we consider influence, I want you to forget about scale and think, uh, consider influence. I want you to forget about scale and think about significance. Jesus said that, that, that the father would leave the 99 to go after the one. Oh, God loves many people come to faith, but he'll leave, he'll leave the mass to go after the one because it's never about scale. It's always about significance. And so, so thinking about your world, thinking about your influence, who is in your sphere of influence today? Who, who is there? Who are your significant relationships? So, uh, you're going to see a little image come up on the screen just with some arrows in it and identify some of the, the, the people in my world that I get to influence. I want you to think about your world. I want to think about your sphere and where you have significant influence. Might be your kids, 
might be a spouse, might be some peers, might be your connect group at church, might be all kinds of things, workplaces and all sporting teams. And Think about your sphere of influence because you have influence and it's probably more than you know. And where you have influence, your sphere of influence has incredible potential for God and for good. That's the first thought. How are you currently influencing people? And how can you influence them for God and for good? That's number one. Number two, influence in or influences in determine influence out. And I, I want to spend our time here that we've got remaining. Influences in determine influences out. So, so here's the question. Who and what are currently the big influences on you? Who and what are currently the big influences on your life? Because the influences in are uh, 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 affecting the influence out. The, the, the recent history of influence is, is actually impacting the future trajectory of your influence. And so who are they? And, and you're going to see this come up on the screen. It's like the, uh, I've tried to drill it down to the four big things that influence into our life. And no doubt you can now see that on the screen. You see them there. Time, place people and platforms. I want us to think about time, place, people and platforms as it relates to influences in because my current trajectory is, the, is a revealer of my recent influences. The, the good news is we think about these, we get to determine uh, what influences as it relates to time, as it relates to place, as it relates to people as it relates to the platform we get to determine so but thinking right now who are the influences in in your life right now here let me give you four questions time who and what gets your time each week if you to draw it up look at your calendar who and what gets your time each week because it's having an influence rise right? it's influencing who you are and the influence you have and so that can be incredibly powerful but right now let's just do a review a fact-finding mission not a fault-finding one. Who and what gets your time? Number two, place. What are the places across your week that are really influencing you? And, and of course, as a fellow believer in Jesus, one of the places that I think is high priority for us is to be in church, a famous Bible scripture, Hebrews chapter 10, verses 24 and 25. says, and let us consider, listen to the influence here, of being in church and let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day of jesus approaching i love this little passage it says let us consider how we can spur each other on uh, how we can move each other towards love and good deeds and it's going hey there, there's a place where you come together that has an influence into your life, that then has an influence flow out of your life, that's powerful, that's effective, that makes a difference to you and ultimately makes a difference to others. And the Bible puts it right at the center of the places to be across the course of our week. And I wonder for you, is that a place for you? That's, that's, that's a big place in terms of how we're influenced and the influence we have. Now, I understand that people have busy lives. So let me ask you a question. In terms of the places across your week, do you spend more than 70 minutes a week on social media? Do you spend more than 70 minutes in the gym across the week? Now you could run the list off of things you do outside of work. Do you spend 70 minutes or more there? 
well, there's room for Sunday. There's room for a connect group. And I say that because what I know is the power of influence in, in our lives changes the influence out and the trajectory of our lives. Um, that's number two. Number three is people. Who are the people most influencing you right now? Who are they? Uh, I'd love you to draw it if you have time when you're talking afterwards, just to draw it up and go, who, who are the people? And maybe use the arrows again, just out to some people. Who are the people most influencing you right now? And, and what's their influence on you? What is it? What's the impact they're having on you? 1 Corinthians 15.33 says this, don't be, disled, don't be misled or don't be deceived in another version. Bad company corrupts good character. And then it adds in the next verse, come back to your senses. So, hey, the people influencing you are changing you. And if they're not good, come to your senses. You're not the exception to the rule. Get some great people around you. And so, but in Proverbs 27 points the other way. It says, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. And I don't know much about the process of iron sharpening iron, but what I do know is the idea here. It's saying when you start to rub up against the right people, when you start to get close to the right people, when, when you start to, you know, just get involved and you stirring them and they stirring you, when that starts to go on and the right people in the room, the right people in your life, that influence in is going to have an influence on you. It's going to have an influence out from you. It's going to be powerful. And so iron sharpens iron. So, so will you draw it up, draw up, who are the influences into your life? Because that's important to identify. Who are the, who's influencing you? And then thinking about that list, who's influencing you? Then ask this follow-up question. Who is influencing who? I want you to think about each person you've written on that list. And then ask the follow-up question. Who's having the bigger influence here? Me or them? In what way, direction, what persuasion? Who's being shaped? Who's being molded? Who's being directed? Who's being influenced? And all that kind of thing. Who's influencing you and who's influencing who? And then there's platforms. What are the platforms that are currently speaking into your life? There's so many uh, today, um, aren't there? So many platforms. It's social media, uh, you know, right across the net, obviously. Podcasts, um, uh, uh, media platforms like Netflix and Stan, etc. You get the idea. What are the platforms speaking into your life and what is the influence in having on you? Because it is having an influence, isn't it? It is. It's having an influence. So, so what are they? And what, what I love about this is that we get to determine who has influence in. We get to determine the time um, and, and how it's distributed and how that influences us. We get to determine the platforms that we listen to and take in and watch and, and the influence it has on us. We get to determine the places that we be. We own that across the week. We are not victims, but we have authority and we have power over our own lives and then the people. And so having taken the inventory of where we're up to and the influences in, uh, I want us to go out with these questions as well. Time. If there's a change to make in my priorities and rhythm of my week, what is it? If I was to create a better influence in, what would a new rhythm with change priorities look like? That's the first one. Place. Are there places to be in my week that will make me the kind of influence that God calls me to be? Are there places to be in my week that will make me the kind of influence that God calls me to be? Platforms. What are the platforms that will influence me in becoming the influence that God calls me to be? 
There's so many great platforms out there. And then number four is obviously just around people. Who, who, who needs to come into your life? In, in terms of an influencer in, who needs to, at the moment, just be pushed to the side, uh, not thrown out of our life, just in terms of their influence on me, who needs to be um, realigned, reassigned their place in my life? And uh, who are those people? Who needs to come in? Who needs to go? Who needs a louder voice? Who needs a softer voice? The influences in so that I can have an influence out. And so they're the things. People, place, time and platform. Thinking about that. Powerful influences into our life. And I just encourage you in week one as we build the great, great, build great influences in that will create a great influence outflow from our life that we would be the kind of people who influence for God and for good in a way that helps people's life, shapes people's future, and obviously informs people's eternity. God bless you. Have a great week. Hey again, thanks so much for joining us on this podcast. Whether you are new and exploring your faith or a follower of Jesus, there's a next step for you. There is always room to grow, more to be done, destiny to be pursued, and people to be reached. So what's your next step? To find out, head over to thechapelcollective.com.au. And thanks again for listening.